The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. And that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning and happy Advent to everybody. I like that delayed reaction. It's like, are we supposed to respond to that? (laughs) Truly, I hope that everybody had a really blessed uh, Thanksgiving and had time to enjoy your families. And um, for me, it was was a great gift to, to drive down to visit a friend about four hours south of here. And, um, and I was just really grateful for just the people that our Lord has put in my life along the way. And, and like one of the things I was reflecting on at that time was, um, you know, this particular friend, like we got to know each other in our second summer as West Point cadets. And, um, and then we became better friends really after I went to the seminary. I remember being a deacon and he started calling me with like religious questions and... Um, and, and now he lives about four hours away from here, and, and I'm godfather to his son. And, uh, and I got to go down and, and spend Thanksgiving with them, and, and it was just a huge gift. And, and I was just thinking about how our Lord, you know, had prepared a place there for me. And, and hopefully that family feels the same way, that, that somehow our Lord prepared, like, this place. You know, the place being our relationship and, and that is what the Lord does. You know, our Lord prepares a place for us. In John's gospel, he says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place for you. You know, a place where you're always going to feel welcome, a place where you're always going to feel at home, a place where you always find rest in the midst of the storm, or in the midst of the world. And... And during this Advent season, we, we're focused on preparing. And, uh, and really, that, that whole thing is, is reversed in a way because we're, we're really focused on preparing 
the way for the Lord and preparing a place for the Lord in our own lives and in our own hearts. Jesus says to his disciples in Luke's gospel today that, you know, there will be signs in the sun, moon, stars, and the earth, and nations will be in dismay, and people will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming into the world. And he's making it sound like really dramatic, right? And like really urgent. And, and, and it's good, I think, to have a sense of urgency. And, and the sense of urgency he's talking about is the coming of the Son of Man, or the second coming of Jesus, or the, the sense of urgency that the world will come to an end. And, and here we are now, you know, over 2,000 years later, the world still hasn't come to an end, but yet the church calls us to have a sense of urgency about being ready for that to happen. And during Advent, we focus on three comings of Jesus, the coming of Jesus at the end of time, which is what the readings focus on today. The coming of Jesus when he came the first time, which we celebrate most especially at the Feast of Christmas, but then the way that he comes into our lives every single day, the way that he enters into our lives every single day, his coming to us in the Eucharist, his coming to us in the sacraments. And our Lord calls us to always be vigilant that we recognize him in those times. He says, beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life. And, and that's sort of our Lord's warning. And, and it might be kind of an Advent examination of conscience is, is sort, sort of like, has my heart become drowsy? Right? Has my heart become drowsy? And, and maybe it hasn't become drowsy because of you know, drunkenness, like, like material drunkenness. Though it was Thanksgiving, who knows, right? Um, so my heart hasn't become drowsy because of drunkenness, but is it, has it become drowsy because of, like, drunkenness on social media or drunkenness on, like, escaping into watching TV shows or, or just moving out of my life, right? Moving out of my life. Or has my heart been filled with the anxieties of daily life and worried about where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do and how am I going to get everything done? And, and there's lots of busyness happening, right? Lots of busyness happening. You know, like the holidays are sometimes a time where we can spend so much time being anxious about kind of the logistics of the day that we miss out on the people that are there. Right, that we miss out on the people that are there. And, and we kind of miss out on what's most important because we're anxious about the day. Or are we so anxious about the world that, that we might check our phone like many times a day to see the updated news or what's going on with this or that or the other thing, but you know, how often do we, do we just kind of stop and check in with our Lord and, and kind of stop and say, oh, Jesus, what are you doing right now? You know, like, what are you doing in, in my life? Or, or where am I supposed to find you right now? Because our hearts can look for lots of things other than our Lord in order to find that place of rest. But we're meant to find it in him. 
And so every year at this Advent season, it's a time for us to sort of examine our hearts and say, hey, okay, so what's in the way of me welcoming our Lord? You know, whether it's kind of numbing out on different things or whether it's being anxious about the world or, or do I just need to build in more time to just recognize him and to see him. And having a season where there's a sense of urgency can be a good thing, right? It can be a good thing. You know, and sometimes when we're focused on the coming of someone, it's a sense of urgency and we kind of get ready and it moves us, right, to get ready. You know, like I would like to say that, you know, like my kitchen is always clean and my dishes are always done. But if I know somebody's coming over, I'm going to go like do my dishes. <laughs> you know, like, like do you ever like clean your house because you know you're going to have company? Or like I had a friend when I was growing up and they had a cleaning service, like this lady who would come clean their house. And my friend would always get so mad at his mom because every time like, she would be like, you need to go clean your room because the cleaning lady's coming. <laughs> He's like, why do I need to cl- the cleaning lady supposed to clean my right? But you have to like prepare, right? So, so we don't get caught off guard and we want to make sure everything looks right. And, and our Lord, of course, like our Lord will enter into your messy house and he'll enter into your messy heart and he'll do all of that. But, but having that sense of urgency it can be a good thing in just sort of clearing out the space. And, and so I hope that during this Advent season, one of the things that, that I just want to do is to create more space and more time to be able to encounter him. And, and I've just done that by modifying the schedule and, uh, and just trying to create more opportunities, especially for two sacraments, because there's two sacraments where our Lord comes into our life repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again. You know, like baptism is a sacrament we receive one time. You know, confirmation is a sacrament we receive one time. Marriage and holy orders are sacraments we receive one time at a time, you know, for marriage and, and one time for holy orders. But the Eucharist and the Sacrament of Reconciliation we receive over and over and over and over and over again because they're sacraments of encounter, right? They're sacraments that remind us that our Lord is always entering into our hearts, that our Lord is always waiting for us, and our Lord really longs for us, right? He longs for us. And his desire is is that we open our hearts to him. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And he waits for us to open our hearts to him. And every time we go to confession, it's an opportunity to open our heart to our Lord. You know, like sin is sort of like locking the doors to our heart and and closing ourselves up in isolation. And when we go to confession, we, we sort of swing that door open to allow our Lord in. And, and going to confession is about removing obstacles to grace and removing obstacles to love. And saying, I don't want to, you know, give my heart to anyone other than our Lord from this point forward. And every time we go to confession, we have an opportunity to encounter him in the most profound way, because it's really this moment where we say out loud, this is exactly who I am, and this is exactly what I've done, and our Lord says, I love you anyways. I love you anyways.
And it's a time to begin again with him. And the Eucharist is this sacrament by which our Lord makes himself present. And every time that we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, he enters into our life in the most profound way. It's a reminder that he's always waiting for us. And that he's vigilant over our, over our lives and over our hearts. And coming to Eucharistic Adoration is, is just a way of taking a time out from life to say, like, this is what's most important. This is what's most important. And every time we go to Eucharistic Adoration, we just look at our Lord and allow him to look at us. And like, it's probably true that, that if we want to know where our heart lies, we have to ask ourselves where we look and what do we look at? You know, where does my heart lie? What do I look at? And, you know, how often am I looking at this thing or am I following sports or am I following the world or am I following the news and, and how often do I just sit and look at our Lord? And it's an opportunity during this Advent season to do that a little bit more and to take advantage of that a little bit more. And so in the bulletin, on the, on the back side of the bulletin this week, I didn't have space to write um, a letter this week so, because I wanted to put the entire schedule in there for Advent. And, and really what I've done is I'm, I'm just going to make confessions available every single day before every single Mass. And so there, there's confessions during the week that'll start about 7.30 a.m. before the 8 o'clock Mass. And, um, and then there's also a, con- there'll be a penance service December 16th. I'm still working on another priest to come in um, to help with that. And, and so those are extra opportunities to go to confession. And if it's been a long time since you've been to confession, don't worry about that. Like, don't worry about that. Like, like, if, if you're wondering, like, Father, it's been a long time since I've gone, or maybe I went when I converted, but I haven't been since then. So, so what you do is you come in, and this is the format. Like, Father, it's just been a long time. I need your help. Like, that's all you have to say. <laughs> right? It's simple. You don't have to worry about, like, sometimes people get really, like, oh, I, I got to get the words right. And um, if it's me, like, you just come in and you say, like, Father, it's been a long time, and I, and I need your help, like, going through this. Okay. That's what I'm here for. And there'll also be some extra times for Eucharistic adoration during this Advent season. So on Saturday mornings, um, I'm going to have a Mass at 7.30 a.m., which will be the Saturday weekday Mass, followed by adoration from 8 to 9. And, and so that'll start next Saturday. There'll be Mass and then adoration from 8 to 9. During adoration, I'm going to give like a brief like Advent meditation to sort of guide prayer and um and then you know we'll finish up at nine if people want to spontaneously go to the hall and have coffee afterwards like that'd be awesome um and and so we'll do that next week the week after that i have like a kind of a morning of reflection sort of mini retreat planned for whoever's open to doing that and then the next week we'll do it again on saturday um and and just again to spend some extra time with our lord you know, there's some other events going on in the diocese and um, 
you know, between here and St. Martin's. And so I just encourage you to check the bulletin for that. I also have, also have the Chris, Christmas mass schedule in the bulletin. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kind of explain that a little bit more at the announcements after mass. But as we prepare to light the first candle of the Advent wreath, let us ask our Lord to, to inspire his own light in our hearts and, and that our hearts truly may be open to this Advent journey and, and kind of that the whole Advent season will be a time of retreat, a time of recollection, a time for encountering, encountering our Lord who loves you so much, who longs to be united to your hearts, and that he will bring peace and joy and transformation, and most of all, a sense of belonging. to our own hearts, to our families, to our parish, and to the whole world.